Welcome to the pre-snap podcast presented by Line Star. All things fantasy football with a sprinkle of sports betting. Alongside Tyler Weeman, I'm Shannon Somerville. Monday night football, we've got the Ravens at the Saints in this one. Right now, the Ravens at the top of the AFC North. And the Saints somehow at 3-5, and five, they are still in the mix for the NFC South. And if they win tonight, they will move into a three-way tie for first in the NFC North. What do you make of this matchup for prime time tonight? Uh, I, it's kind of a fun one. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of injuries, so we don't really know it's, you know, fully to expect. But I think it is a good one for Daily Fantasy. Because of that, there's some, you know, outlier options we can go to. And anything can happen, as we've yeah. seen a crazy Very week in true. the NFL. And if you are watching us on YouTube right now, you'll be able to see my sweatshirt is J-E-T-S, baby, knocking off the Bills yesterday. Yeah. Tyler, are the Jets going to win the AFC East? Uh, No. No. <laughs> Can't say they will. A girl can hope today. However, they have played great. Mm -hmm. I don't know how they keep doing it, but they do. Their defense has been playing unbelievable, really. And yesterday's game basically came down to a play by Sauce Gardner, the rookie, mm -hmm. probably uh, one of the best rookies in this class this season. He's been unbelievable. He's been great. Uh, as I got a text right when he made a play yesterday. Oh, he sure did. You he, sure uh, did get those texts yep. from me. <laughs> he made the play to win the game. It was pretty awesome. Mm -hmm. And we had actually picked Stefan Diggs in a prop bet, which he, he yep, did go over he in his prop bet, but we did talk about that matchup between Sauce Gardner. Yeah. And he had been talking trash back in April about mm -hmm. how he could guard him no problem one-on-one. -on -one. Well, he proved that he kind of could hang with him. Yeah, I mean, he still had Diggs a good game. Had 93 but yards or something sure. like that. He, he, he got his. Okay. All right. Well... Now let's turn our attention to tonight's game between the Ravens and the Saints. And you know who else is having a great year besides Sauce Gardner is Lamar Jackson in his yeah. year trying to get that guaranteed contract and having an unbelievable season right now, leading all quarterbacks in rushing. And when you look at a primetime game and Lamar Jackson is in it, he's absolutely dominated in primetime. Now, he will be without a lot of weapons in this mm -hmm. one. So when we're looking at this game, Yes, they the Ravens are one-and-a-half-point favorites on the road in this one. However, there's a lot of variables that are going to mm -hmm. come into play, which is why we're going to look at our injury report and check out sixscore.com is where we're going to the pro football docs. The former NFL doctors are telling us what's going on with the injuries. We'll start off with the Ravens' defense. And the big injury is cornerback Marcus Peters, significant piece on that defense. He's questionable with a hamstring injury. And remember, you've got Marcus Williams, the safety, on the IR with a broken hand, and no tackle Michael Pierce on the IR with a biceps tear on the Saints offense. Countering that, wide receiver Jarvis Landry, Landry is questionable. He's nursing an ankle injury. Wide receiver Michael Thomas on the IR nursing a toe injury. And we've learned recently that running back Mark Ingram is out with a knee injury. So some big losses to the Saints offense mm -hmm. as well there. Taking a look now at the opposite matchup, Saints defense. Marshawn Lattimore still continues to be out with that abdominal injury. One of the best players on the Saints defense still out for them. However, on the Ravens' offense, they have a six score of 78.1, which is one of the lower ones that we've seen in some of these injury reports. It's usually around 90 is where it should be. And running back J.K. Dobbins, remember, he's having knee surgery. He's going to be out multiple weeks. Running back Gus Edwards is doubtful with a hamstring injury. Um, 
Left tackle Ronnie Stanley dealing with an injury. He did not practice Saturday. Tight end Mark Andrews ruled out with shoulder and knee issues. Wide receiver Demarcus Robinson is questionable with a groin injury. And wide receiver Rashad Bateman re-aggravated his left foot. Week 8, he is out. I told myself I was just going to note the ones that are important, but I feel like every single one of those is a significant one in terms of fantasy and your prop bets and just the overall game yeah. outcome. They it, it definitely is. I mean, there's especially the Ravens are yeah. extremely beat up. The Saints have been beat up for a while. Yes. Uh, and it seems like the Saints are starting to get healthy right. outside of Lattimore. Right, and especially... Uh, Ellen Kamara is looking pretty healthy in that one as well. Oh, so yes, he is. And uh, we'll get an extra dose of him without Ingram. So given all of those injuries, there's a lot of different interesting fantasy plays that mm-hmm. Tyler will talk about. So let's get to our daily fantasy projections for week nine, Monday night football. Yeah! Starting with the Baltimore Ravens. We'll start looking at the man himself, Lamar Jackson. An opportunity to show the world why he deserves that big payday. He's fifth in QBR, 69.1 rush yards per game, leads the NFL among quarterbacks. Going up against the New Orleans defense, they're pretty good, 13th mm-hmm. in DVOA. What do you make of Lamar Jackson's matchup, especially given his history of just uh, crushing it in primetime? Yeah, I mean, he's been great in primetime, but that just goes to talk about how good he is as far as a fantasy producer. And without Lattimore, you know, he's going to be able to pass the ball a little bit easier. And the mm-hmm. Saints have been prone to the big play this this year. And that is one of the key things that Lamar kind of makes happen is mm-hmm. he is very good at creating that big play, whether it be him scrambling to make it happen or just scrambling to get a new pass off. So I do like this matchup for Lamar. Obvious, you know, spot for the uh, captain or MVP. Uh, all in all, I, I like him. It's Lamar, Lamar Jackson. Jackson is third in win percentage in prime time since 2000. That's third That's best crazy. of anybody. Uh, 11 and four in prime time. And only Dak Prescott has a higher passer rating on in Monday night football games. Wow. So mm-hmm. just like uh, steps up for the big moments. Mm-hmm. Next, let's look at who he's going to be throwing to because there is the fact that yep. his he doesn't have a lot in his arsenal tonight. One of those weapons, though, is wide receiver Devin DuVernay, who's averaging 39 yards per game. New Orleans ranks 19th in pass DVOA versus wide receiver ones in tonight's game. He doesn't have his normal, you know, top Mm -hmm. targets. So could DuVernay benefit from the fact that others are uh, gone tonight? Yeah, I think he absolutely will. So there's no Bateman, no Andrews. So DuVernay very well could walk into being the number one option, not just the WR one, but mm-hmm. also the first read um, where without Bateman earlier this year, the first read was still Andrews. Even with Bateman, Andrews the right. first read. So now we don't have Andrews. DuVernay could step into that uh, that position. And he is also a very big play threat. So without Lattimore, I think that, opens up the possibility for him to make a big play here. Yeah, the fact that Lattimore is out in this one could be a good day for him, especially since totally. he's got to go to somebody throughout this game. Yeah, and I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if they force the ball to DuVernay a little bit just because they're going to need him to make a play mm-hmm. uh, just to keep this offense moving. Well, with Mark Andrews out, who was Lamar Jackson's favorite target, that opens up 
the gates for tight end Isaiah Likely, who had 77 yards and a touchdown against the Bucks last week. That was the best game of the year for him. Going up against a pretty good defense, though, what do you make of Likely's spot for tonight, given the increased workload with Andrews out? So the Saints have been really good against tight end. They also haven't really faced many tight ends. The pass-catching ones they've faced, Hurts, or, yeah, uh Hurst and Ertz I tried to just combine I tried to combine the last two names right there but they didn't do that well everybody else they faced really isn't that great of a pass catching tight end but Baltimore runs their offense through the tight end likely is very capable to step in and be a Mark Andrews light Mm -hmm. so you gotta like his you know his outlook here even though he isn't Mark Andrews. I think he's going to be a main target in this uh, offense here. And very well, we could see the offense running through likely tonight. On this Baltimore Ravens team, who do you see as some potential sleepers? Yeah, so tonight especially, it's really interesting. Mm-hmm. We're likely without Gus Edwards, so right. Kenyon Drake, is uh-huh. everybody thinks, is the RB1 tonight, which he very well could be. But Justice Hill is going to be sprinkled in there so i really like hill he's way cheaper and he may not get that much less of a workload than drake uh tonight there's also demarcus robinson he is questionable though so keep that into mind um and then deshaun jackson could be active so they have talked about him being active tonight we're still not sure if he is but that is kind of interesting And then uh, Josh Oliver with likely with Andrews out, likely probably being the tight end one. Oliver could get a little bit more of a role tonight. So, all right. So that's a look at your Baltimore Ravens and sleeper picks there. Let's take a look now at the New Orleans Saints and we'll look at Andy Dalton. Now, even though it's Andy Dalton, they mm-hmm. back the Saints offense has actually been fairly efficient mm-hmm. over the last couple of games, especially with Alvin Kamara going off last week. Yeah. However, Dalton averaging 235 passing yards per game last week. He had 229 and two touchdowns in that win over the Raiders. The week before, he had 361, four passing touchdowns. He also had three picks in that game. So he has shown a little bit of inconsistency. Yeah. Uh, what do you make of Dalton going up against a Baltimore defense that actually ranks 11th in their past defense? I mean, it is Andy Dalton at the end of the day. Here. Right. So, I mean, he's a fine NFL <laughs> quarterback, using your favorite word there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't love him for a captain or MVP spot, but I think you have to consider him for a flex especially when he has Alvin Kamara, which is kind of a cheat code for a quarterback because you can just dump it off to him and see what he does, (laughs) you know, and he also has a good weapon in all uh, Chris Olave. So I like him. I just don't absolutely love it. Yeah. He's also not been good in prime time. Yeah. And oh, you have stats. Oh, you know, I do. I come come prepared. (laughs) Six game losing streak on Monday Night Football hasn't gotten a primetime win since September of 2018. Ironically, it was against the Ravens. Mm. So, I don't know. So maybe he can hold up when he was... To take the... out Ravens, huh? <laughs> when he was quarterback of the Bengals. So, Andy Dalton looking for a little redemption in primetime tonight. Yeah, and, I mean, we know that defense is super beat up, so you have to like his uh, possibilities. Well, Alvin Kamara, I mentioned how he absolutely went off last week. He hadn't had a touchdown, but then last week he was like, all right, I'll make up for it. He had three touchdowns last week, 62 rush yards, 96 receiving yards. 
And averaging 145 total yards the past four games, mm -hmm. it seems like each week he gets better and better, especially from a fantasy perspective. What do you make of his spot for tonight in fantasy? Yeah, and especially without Ingram. So mm -hmm. he could just get a little bit more volume because of that. I still expect Dwayne Washington to be involved, just not as much as Ingram would be. So with a banged up D, a little bit more volume with with Kamara I think you have to really like it here mm -hmm. and we've seen that Dalton doesn't mind checking down to him so. I wouldn't either if I was the quarterback me neither here you go Kamara yep. that's go what I take off don't understand about Winston because <laughs> for whatever reason Winston gets in and he forgets about Kamara. <laughs> that is wild how yeah. can you forget about him no idea all right next up is wide receiver Chris Olave first of all if you have Chris Olave on your fantasy team and your fantasy team name is not Olave Garden. <laughs> Give me the breadsticks and the endless salad bowl. You're really uh, yeah. missing an opportunity there. I'm here for all the breadsticks. <laughs> Let's talk about the opportunity for Chris Olave, averaging 78 yards per game. Baltimore's sixth in DVOA versus wide receiver ones. Interesting matchup for him, though, given um, he's been <laughs> he's been awesome this season, to be honest. Yeah. And, you know, the DVOA looks poor, but they also rank 28th, allowing 189.9 yeah. receiving yards to the wide receiver and one touchdown per game. So I, I think Olave can totally eat here. The secondary is banged up. What we saw at the end of last year when their secondary was banged up is right. the teams just feasted on it. And I think that could be the situation here again. So I like Olave. Um He's going to get a lot less ownership in the captain spot than, say, Kamara or Jackson. So A little leverage yep. with Mr. Olave Garden. Mm -hmm. Let's take a look now at tight end Taysom Hill. I love Taysom. Who doesn't love Taysom Hill? He can do <laughs> it all. Interesting. 72 total yards against the Raiders. He's that red zone threat mm -hmm. that if you have him in daily fantasy, sometimes he just goes off. In their three wins this season, actually, too, Hill's had over 60 rushing yards. So maybe a little correlation there. Hill does well, and Saints win. What do you know? Baltimore defense yeah. does rank 24th in rush DVOA. So there is a path there for Taysom Hill. What do you think? And, I mean, he's a Swiss Army knife. He yeah. can beat you in multiple different ways. Very big. He can easily have a big play. Variable cap very capable of it. Uh He's lower ownership in the flex spot. The one thing I worry about is that he is expensive for how much he's on the field. And with Adam Troutman likely back tonight, that snap count could even go down a little bit more. Mm -hmm. He played like 36% of the snaps last week. Most of the season, he's been t between 20 to 30%. So at his price point, he is capable. But if that ownership gets too high, I might be looking another way. All right. So where are you looking at for some other potential sleepers? Uh, there's Dwayne Washington, as we talked about, with Ingram out. He'll step into the RB2 role. And then kind of a weird one is Kevin White, who he was active last week. He played 46% of the snaps. Okay. Uh, if Landry's out again and White is active, I think it's kind of interesting. He uh, He's good at blocking, which helped him mm -hmm. get on the field, and he stayed on the field. And, I mean, he used to be a, a first-round pick, so we know there's some athleticism there. Got to be. All right. Mm -hmm. What about captain MVP? Uh, 
for Baltimore, Lamar Duvernay likely is pro- likely where I'm going. <laughs> <Da-da>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, for the Saints, I think it's just Kamara or Olave and probably not getting too weird outside of that. All right. So that's your daily fantasy projections and outlook for tonight. Make sure you check out linestarapp.com for more analysis. All the stats we are talking about, we find in the Linestar app. It's a great tool for you. We also have a lineup optimizer that you can use. So if you don't even want to do the research, just plug in the optimizer and it'll Mm -hmm. give you the best uh, matchup in terms of our projections. And so check that out, linestarapp.com. Now it's time for our touchdown calls of the game. Monday Night Football, Week 9. Who are you going with for an anytime touchdown? We're going Devin DuVernay, since you snaked Alvin Kamara before I could I even know. get him. <laughs> Early bird gets the worm, Tyler. <laughs> yep. But the Saints have been very beatable to wide receivers, <laughs> especially by the big play, and that's one of the best things that uh, DuVernay is. Big play guy. Saints give up a touchdown per game to the wide receiver. The wide receiver room's a little empty today, mm-hmm. so I think DuVernay gets in. I'm going to Saints running back Alvin Kamara, minus 110. He's the most likely to get in the end zone tonight. He had three touchdowns last week. Yes, I know he went through a touchdown drought, but the past four weeks, he has turned it on, averaging 146 total yards in that span. Going up against a Baltimore rush defense that ranks 25th in DVOA. Also, Baltimore ranks 23rd in opponent red zone scoring percentage. So, when they're in the red zone, Baltimore can't seem to keep people out of it. And certainly, Alvin Kamara is one that can make some moves. He's very shifty running back there. He can catch it. can do it all. Rush it. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Either way, Alvin Kamara finds the end zone in this one. Touchdown calls. We did well over the weekend in our touchdown we calls. We did. So let's keep it going here. Now let's get to our prop bets of the game for this Monday night football game. You know what, Tyler? There wasn't a ton to choose from in the prop market for tonight. Given that, though, where are you headed? I'm going with a different one here. We're going Andy Dalton over 3.5 rushing yards. Mm -hmm. The Red Rifles running for at least four. (laughs) Uh, Our projection of Iron Star is 4.2 rushing yards. He's only hit this in two of five this year, but out of his last 10 games, 10 games that he's played, that is, uh, he's been over in seven of them. He has a little bit of wheels. They've mm. had multiple games with more okay. than one carry here. And uh, I think he's. I think he can do it today. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm going with maybe more of a sure thing. Yeah. Let's go Saints running back Alvin Kamara over 36 and a half receiving yards. That is minus 115. I do expect that number to continue to go up. He's averaging 47.8 receiving yards per game. He's gone over in three of the last four. And Baltimore's pass defense ranks 17th in DVOA versus running backs. So that Baltimore defense hasn't been the greatest in terms of the passing game against running backs. Give me Camara over 36 and a half receiving yards. I just, uh, I think the consensus is Camara might have a good game tonight. I think so. I think so. Let's take a look now at our game picks here. Tyler, Baltimore is the one and a half point favorite in this game, mm-hmm. playing in New Orleans. Mm-hmm. Not often we see that. No. Nope. Primetime game in New Orleans. It's going to be loud. What do you think? Uh, I'm going with the dog. I think the Saints okay. uh, are going to pull this one out, even though Andy Dalton is not good on primetime. 
he is not good on prime time. He needs to get a win here for them. But yep. uh, they still haven't gotten back-to-back -back wins this season. They've been a little too inconsistent for me. I thought about perhaps going a little underdog, especially at home. Mm -hmm. uh, the place is going to be insane and loud. However, I just couldn't give in the inconsistency of that Saints team. Yeah. One week they look awesome. They, you know, shut down the Raiders completely. And then they, you know, the week before lose to the Cardinals. Mm -hmm. Dalton throws three picks. It's like I just can't back that team right now. Yeah. Whereas I look at John Harbaugh, Lamar Jackson, and the Ravens. And remember they also have a couple extra days because they played the Bucks on Thursday night. So you're mm -hmm. getting a John Harbaugh, who we know is one of the greatest game planners, getting a couple extra days like to get, days. A, yeah. get one under his belt. Also, since his first year in Baltimore, Harbaugh 16-9-2 against the spread with 10 or more days between games. Nice, so that's a nice, nice little stat there. Also, I it just, is. you know, when you're looking at this, both teams have the injuries, right? So it's almost... Maybe the Ravens have a couple more on the offense, but you're telling me Lamar Jackson versus Andy Dalton? Uh, <sighs> yes, but yes. there's also the fact that the Saints have a six score in the 60s on, what is it, on defense? Mm -hmm. And they're still low on offense as well. They have no wide receivers. Their running back room is empty. Uh, their own struggle street, if you will. <laughs> and just, uh... you know we're and and now we're in a fight because we're both going opposite on this one. Okay, so. we like a little bit of that, you know. Yeah. Early in the week, let's get things going. Get the blood going. Lamar Jackson got one of the best records it in is prime Lamar time. Jackson. Eleven and four in prime time, folks. Can as long as you have Lamar, you're always going to be in the game. Right. So uh, that should be interesting. Like I mentioned, they're, they've been so inconsistent. It's not inconceivable to see the Saints pulling this one out yeah. by any means. That's no. why the spread is so small in this one. So the game total, 46 and a half in this one. What do you make of that game total? How do you see this one playing out? We've had some pretty low-scoring primetime yeah. games this I, year. I think this one, I, I could easily see like a 23-20. Mm -hmm. I, I don't think either offense, <laughs> unless Kamara does another you know, huge yeah. game. I don't know if I can see over. Right. Even with the banged up defenses. I, yeah. I just don't Especially have... without those playmakers for yeah. for Lamar Jackson yeah. to have a you know big play again. So, yeah, I'm also taking the under this one. Even though Baltimore has actually gotten out to, I think they're 10th in first half scoring. But I guess after that, they fall off, fall off in the second half, which is what we've seen from them. Yeah. And I, I mean, it... Saints are vulnerable to the big play, but Baltimore lacks people that can create that big play. So, right. you know, we'll see. It's interesting. We'll see what happens. Let mm -hmm. us know what you think is going to happen in the comments. Make sure if you're watching us on YouTube right now, be sure to like this video if you're enjoying our content. Subscribe to our channel. Love to get you guys in the Line Star community and knowing about when we're coming out with video content. And make sure to sign up for notifications. We're talking a lot of prop bets. We've got those prop bets videos. So you want to hop on that right away when we come out with videos so that you get it before the line changes or they uh, take it off underdog or mm -hmm. prize picks, which does happen. It's happened to me. So make sure you lock those in and yeah. make sure to check out linestarapp.com. All the information you need to crush it in daily fantasy and your prop bets. Good luck to you and all your prop bets and your daily fantasy. We will see you guys next time. Have a good one. Have a good one, guys. Bye.